Live from Minneapolis and uh, looking forward to tonight. I'm gonna wait like one minute as we normally do. Let me kind of recap what we did last week. Uh, man, what a great uh, discussion that we had. You know, with the shootings that took place two weeks ago, um, almost two weeks ago, we dealt with some campus access stuff. We talked about crisis, um, some things to do uh, with crisis. You can go and check out the blog from last Tuesday. Um, those of you that know that are kind of following us, the, we'll pick up whatever discussion happens on Sunday night, I finish it in the blog uh, that week. So I think it went out Wednesday this week, uh, but usually it goes out Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, okay? So, so West Coast, what's going on? Maybe some of you are still uh, coming back home and you're mobile right now, that's great. Um, it is 9 p.m. Central, East Coast, you're probably uh, ready for bed, but uh, if you're laying in bed, just kind of watching this, join us. And uh, last week we had over 200 uh, people watch all or part of it. And uh, so what happens is I'm gonna leave the live feed, the live video up, and then I do an edited version where I put some graphics on it and some music underneath it. I do an edited version and I put it onto YouTube so you can catch it there. Um, all right, so see if you're coming in, and I hope this is a blessing to you. Again, this is, this is really important to me that you take time out to uh, listen, um, or even throughout the week, you go back to this resource. This is what Youthology is all about, okay? So Youthology Live. Hey, episode number three, and tonight we're going to deal with um, a very exciting topic for me. Never underestimate teenagers. Never underestimate teenagers. Those of you that work in youth leadership, I think you know what I'm talking about. And uh, youth have had their impact throughout history, right? Young people have had an impact in humankind throughout history. You can start it from Bible times and look at the significance of each of the teenagers in the Bible, right? But I put together a sheet of um, historical movements and historical moments by teenagers um, that are a little more modern uh, after biblical times. Uh, consider uh, Joan of Arc, who at between the ages of 13 and 17 was a French revolutionary uh, in the 15th century, Joan of Arc, right? Um, how about Louis Braille? Louis Braille, 19th century, Louis Braille, uh, created and invented language for the deaf. Okay, and Louis was um, 15 years old. Okay, 15 years old. Um, it, what about Malala? I don't know if you've uh, followed that name, but uh, she was the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner at 17. Okay, for, for her work. Alexander the Great, you know, goes back a few more centuries. Alexander the Great at the age of uh, 17 uh, conquered his first colony, right? So these exploits that were done. I don't know if you followed recent government, um, but Sarah Blair, Sarah Blair in the West Virginia uh, House of Delegates uh, beat out a 44-year-old um, man for that seat, and she was 18 years old, 18 years old, beat him by 30% of the vote, right? And so she's the youngest serving uh, delegate in, uh, in, in the House in the U.S., you know, one of my favorite movements today is the One Young World. You can look them up, you can Google them. One Young World has made a huge impact in North Korea. 
uh, because of the situation there and the living conditions, there are teenagers who are fleeing across the Gobi Desert uh, for freedom and throwing backpacks on and doing everything that they can to get out of that repressive uh, regime there in North Korea to find a, a better life. So the One Young World, I've been reading on them. You can uh, Google them and read up on One Young World. How about the Boy Scouts? The Boy Scouts of America revolutionized. You, you, you can read the history. The Boy Scouts of America uh, reformed and revolutionized inner cities all across America. Teenage boys, preteen boys, many of them, who came in and started these clubs to, um, uh, to combat all the stuff that was going on in the inner cities. Uh, how about Mark Zuckerberg? I mean, we're on Facebook right now because a 19-year-old kid took this idea public, right? Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft, right? Uh, creates this, uh, this computer at the age of 19 years old. So you, you look at these exploits and you can see, uh, you can find these yourself. None of us who work with youth leaders, this is, this is not a surprise to us. Let me bring up one more movement that's going on today too. And I think it's significant. When I think of what is going on with these school shootings and the social media blast, the social media popularity, we are possibly seeing a resurging of teenagers taking leadership who were just in the White House this past week, who, whose social media has gone viral Right? You, you know these voices that are, that are speaking because of the shooting in Florida. It's interesting to me that this could be creating another post 9-11. How everything changed from 9-11. And, and we're hoping the same thing happens with reforms that will stop the shootings in our schools. Well, these teenagers have something to say about it, right? So watching the impact of teenagers in America is, um, it's almost, it's undeniable, right? $300 billion of expendable income. $300 billion, now, I know most of it is their parents' money, right? <laughs> well, I guess it depends who you talk to, but. Um, so why? Why this impact? And why, what can we do as leaders to shape these teenagers around us, right? Let me give you four real quick. I'm just gonna spend a minute on each one of those because we, we don't have much time and I, I like to close this out in like 12 minutes or so. That's what we're kind of working on. So I wanna give you uh, four characteristics of these Gen X students or four reasons why I believe they are as impacting as they, as they are today. Number one, number one, because of their childlikeness, not their childishness, okay? Childlikeness and not childishness. Matthew 11, Matthew chapter 11, Matthew chapter 18. You, you can read them this week. I'm gonna blog on them on Tuesday. The impact of teenagers in the Bible. Those stories are told of children in the Bible. And so uh, you can look at Matthew 11 and Matthew 18. I'll deal with those in the blog. I don't have time to do that now. The second uh, trait or the second reason why I believe young people are so uh, uh, dynamic today is because of their risk-taking versus their regularity, okay, versus regulations. 
Young people love risks, right? Think of it, as an adult, sometimes we don't take very, very many risks. I mean, personalities might, you know, it depends on your personality, right? Or young people love to take risks. They're not into regulations. That, that, uh, that's restrictive to them. And I think if, as youth leaders, we have to look at that and find the risk-taking abilities in, uh, in young people and capture that for our, 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 our youth, leader, youth, youth ministries and our youth organizations. The third characteristic, so number one was childlikeness, childlikeness, not childishness, that faith. Number two, risk-taking versus regulations. And number three, action versus inaction. Okay, they want to do something. Um, students say they don't want to be a zero, they want to be a hero, right? They don't want to be chumps, they want to be champs. Students want to do something. They don't want to sit around. They don't want to sit around and be neutral, right? And so how, as youth leaders, can we capture that characteristic and that trait? Again, I'm going to follow up with some practical things. On uh, Tuesday with the, with the blog, I'll break these down, okay? But this will just be something that you can um, uh, that you can run with right now, okay? And then the final thing is teamwork. Teamwork, man. One of the greatest characteristics of the millennial, the older brothers and sisters of the Gen X and the Gen X um, students is teamwork. I mean, look what's going on right now. These students are coming together and they put 100 students in a bus just days after the shooting and they drive to the state capitol and they demand these meetings, right? And it's so powerful to see. It's so great to watch a movement that we will be talking about for years. If the Lord tarries, we will be talking about for years what this movement is, this post-Florida shooting uh, similar to the post 9-11 movement, you know, and you know, it's been my prayer that as youth leaders, we look at these characteristic traits, okay? We look at these traits, this childlikeness, the risk-taking, um, the uh, num number three, the, um, oh, what was three there? Uh, yeah, the, in the action versus inaction. And then uh, finally, the teamwork. As leaders, I'm gonna give you some practical ways that we can um, shape these traits that, that are in our teenagers in, in, the, in this Gen X movement, okay? So check that out on the blog. Thank you again so much. Uh, I think I've said it so many times, um, the fact that you'll give me just uh, moments like this live or that you'll stop by and look at it on YouTube or uh, watch this you know, later on this week is uh, very meaningful. So I'm out, Youthology Live. This was episode number three, and never underestimate teenagers. Thank you.